Testing. Hello, welcome to Geeks. Welcome to Geeks. Welcome to Geeks. Alright, there we go, that's better. Yep, that's good. Geeks! 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 Welcome to Geeks, the number one entertainment podcast is voted by you in the future when a third-party publication or website comes up to you and says, hey, what is your favorite entertainment podcast? And you will say, Geeks! Geeks! Obviously. I'm your host today, Alexander Chard. Unfortunately, our General Al White and Captain Changdu Neathurt are unable to join us today as they're off location scouting and are currently in South Dakota. Deadwood, to be specific. Exactly. There you go. So today I am joined by a man who is two-thirds Hawaiian and one-third mustache, Justin Mariconda. Hello. The only time uh, in recent sort of <laughs> times that we don't have video, you uh, you have groomed a beautiful yeah. upper lip uh, yeah, it's, haircut. You know. when, you, when you use the word beautiful, <laughs> in, in what... What, uh, well, what context or realm are you talking? Uh, well, you know, I'm talking about the... Like a, a fantasy of your own? Um, not necessarily a fantasy of my own, but I'm sort of thinking he rides a motorcycle. Uh, so in the sort of realms of fantasy motorcycle men. Okay, okay. From the 1980s. <laughs> yeah, fantasy motorcycle man. But I'm like, part of this like, fantasy club. And when you use the word man... Yep. Like... Well, it's a bit early. It's early days. It's, it's early, early days. days. It's early uh, it days. Hasn't, uh, it hasn't sort of uh, completely... Come into its own. Come into its own yet. Uh, you know, you wouldn't You wouldn't say he's got a caterpillar on his upper lip. No. You would say... But you would feel it if mm. you were to place your lips mm. in close it's, proximity to It's like a beanie, bro. but for my upper lip. You know, you it go. wraps around the beanie top. Beanie or a headband. A headband. More like a headband. Mm. Yeah. I mean, maybe a visor... You know, yeah, it's a visor. visor bill. Yeah. Yeah. And keeps the sun off his top lip. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's really sunny these days. And also joining me today is the one and only Adrian Old. G'day. That means uh, hello in Australian for our uh, American audience. That uh, means hello from our friend. It's a, it's, con- <laughs> it's a contraction of good day. Yeah. Just if you were ever wondering g'day, that. Yeah. But it's g'day. Good day. Uh, how do you spell that? G. Yep. Um, apostrophe. Is it? Yep. And then just the the word day. Uh, so D A Y. Yeah, we spell that the same way mm. in Australia. So guys, Justin, I'll start with you. How's your week been? Uh, it's been good. I got this sweet mustache. Um, <laughs> can't complain. Has uh, most of your week gone to growing the mustache? <laughs> yeah, that's what I did all week. Uh, I had a audition for a delicious taco place where i was a surfer um and then yeah i don't remember i i ate a lot of pizza oh i went to the science museum with some friends uh i got to touch things like uh touch things you were meant to see stars yeah sea stars sea anemones um got to see the the space shuttle again it's always good to see the endeavor oh Um, yeah that's cool is that free yeah it's free man that is awesome. Yeah. Space shuttle. We should do that, didn't we? Science. Yeah. Do you get Aero. to go in the space shuttle? No. Unless you're balling. How much money you got? I get you in there. Just really? <laughs> that mustache gets you places. It does. <laughs> it's like a ticket. Yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> a ticket to ride. Ticket to any show in town. <laughs> Who are you with? I'm with uh, Justin's mustache. <laughs> How about you, Adrian? How many weeks uh, in LA now? Uh, we're counting now, I think, five. 
Five weeks. Yeah. Bloody hell, it's gone yeah, quick. Yeah, mate, it's gone real quick. Oh, in LA? Yeah. Four. Four weeks. Wow, four <laughs> yeah. weeks. Yeah. It's gone quick. Yeah. It's always yeah, five weeks. It's always five. <laughs> it's always yeah. a full five. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, this week, what did I get? I, I had a friend in town, actually. Um, lovely friend of mine called Liesl. She was in town visiting on her way back from Central America through to... To Melbourne, Australia. You're right there, mate. Sorry, that was uh, my beer almost. I don't think you, you, you haven't even had a sip yet, have you? Barely no. had a sip. Lightweight, right. lightweight. Uh, anyway, as I was saying, mm-hmm. my my friend Liesl, she's uh, was in town briefly. We went up to the Griffith. Griffith? Griffith. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Griffith. Griffith. The, um... Ah, oh, thank you, Justin. Justin just gave me some toilet paper. Yep. Uh, it's called mouth. bathroom tissue. Sorry, oh, is it? Sorry, yeah. mate. Sanitary wipes? No. Toilet paper? No, no. It's it's bathroom tissue. Bathroom tissue. Yeah, it's one of those. Um, I think people break out in a rash if you say toilet here. Do they? Yeah, you just don't say. Well, uh, is there a bathroom? Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. You know, so it's called bathroom tissue. It's not toilet paper. It's okay. not to do with the toilet. No, but you call it TP, right? Yeah. Yeah. You do call it TP. Yeah. Oh, that's weird. Okay. Toilet. I was wondering about that. Anyway, the finer points. Uh, Lisa was in town Went up Griffith thing I used Walked. my wipes. It was great uh, Got sunburnt on one side of my head um, <laughs> uh, Just walk backwards sometimes And then you get the other side If the sun's on the But wait Didn't you Go down the way you went up? Yeah That's a good point Maybe the sun was less fierce Or more fierce Yeah Or more I guess fierce. it shifted over To the other side I guess Yeah I didn't really, yeah. I'm not sure how it happened, but one side was burnt, the other was just sort of nicely tanned. Was she wearing like white or some kind of reflective clothes? Maybe that's <laughs> really what it was. Oh, that's what it was. She had a, yeah, she was just carrying around a, a reflector the whole time. Yeah. Like, that's really shiny. Oh. Yeah. What about you, Alex? Uh, this week, I, well, this weekend that just passed, uh, I went in Tough Mudder. A half mile, uh, five, I went in the half Tough Mudder, which was a five mile. Obstacle course uh, in San Bernardino, San Bernardino, right uh, near the prison. Week. Uh, yeah, well, week for doing half. <laughs> uh, it was really fun. I, I enjoyed it. I have a nice scrape on my knee. Nice. Um, memories. You've created memories. Yeah, there. yeah, that was from jumping in a muddy sort of pool that I thought was deeper than it actually was. Uh, and it was only like, it was knee high, basically. And I just landed on my knee on a rock. Hopefully it doesn't get infected. And you that get... was the worry. And uh, my brother sort of in the lead up to doing it just kept sending me messages telling me I was going to get diarrhea from, <laughs> from the dirty mud yeah. uh, because apparently there'd been a story of that happening before, a bunch uh-huh. of people getting sick from the dirty water. Um, I made the mistake of using the portaloos, the porta potties, or whatever they call it here, <laughs> yeah. prior to starting the run. Mm. So you had the runs. I s- the well, I saw what someone else clearly had. Oh, and I had to think to myself, have she, they already run the race? Mm-hmm. And they've and like finished and gone like, oh my God, it's like, I just did a five mile obstacle course. That'd be quick though. Or right? did they go beforehand and therefore... I reckon they would have been nervous. Run. They would have been nervous. And and they're like, you know what? I'm get, seeing the bear. Drop their guts and then <laughs> yeah. off they went. <laughs> what? They're just like... Oh. That's what it's called, seeing the bear. It's where your body wants to just get rid of everything. Yeah, yeah. So you can run faster. Yeah. yeah. And you smell bad. <laughs> so I, I ran through pooey water, basically, yeah. is the conclusion to that. Great. But it was great fun. No, it was great fun. Uh, oh, and last week I had um, I had my first network TV audition. 
Woo! Right? Yeah, which is really exciting. It's for a co-star role uh, in a show on ABC. I don't know if I'm allowed to say anything yet, but I will keep you updated if I hear cool. anything. Yeah. So that was really cool. Um, I have friends on that. On that show? Yeah. Do you? Yeah. You have friends everywhere. You're like, that mustache is connected. Yeah. Yeah, it's the mustache. Mustache. He has 20% more friends now. Yeah. Yeah, it's that. So it yeah. increases as it gets like hairy thicker. It's yeah. like a stat plus, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah. When it gets longer, it adds, you know, a little bit more weight, but it mm. also adds uh, a little bit more charisma. Yeah. Right, it. okay. I That's mean, why there's so many more, there's so many nerds out there because I realized it was like a real stat boost. Yeah. You right. Know, like bearded geeks. Like, yeah. they're like, I could be cool. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. You know, so I they mean, could get that. It takes away from the intelligence, though. Yeah. Are there any, it's <laughs> true. Are there any perks you can add to it to even like boost the stats further? Yeah, um, I was thinking, you know, maybe I'll get a little bit of like cinnamon on it. Stuff. Whoa, a little yeah. bit of the ground yeah. cinnamon dusting. Yeah. So, I, I was thinking like just some beard oil or, you know. Yeah, some like uh, mus- mustachio beard. wax. Yeah. Or beeswax. Beeswax. Mm. Just to give it a sort Then of I'd sweet, be the bees scent. knees, yeah. but of the mustaches. Yeah, that is amazing. Okay. <laughs> now that we've, uh, we'll, we'll come back to that later because I think it's really important to, to follow up on. But now it's time for a segment that we like to call Nate's Blowdown. Blowdown. And Justin's going to be doing the games news. Justin, tell us what's up. Number one. Blizzard announced today that World of Warcraft Legion, the next expansion in the MMO series, will release on August 30th. The expansion follows the events of Warlords of Draenor with, with the world of Azeroth under attack by new demonic forces. If you pre-purchase WoW Legion digitally, it will unlock an instant level 100. What, what? 100 <laughs> character boost and give you an early access to the new Demon Hunter Hero class before the expansion releases in August. Uh, do you guys play World of Warcraft at all? Uh, I used to, a bit. But then I was like, I need to re re. Uh, re-jump back into humanity and into real life. Right. Yeah. Did this really, <laughs> yeah. really yeah. sucked you in? Yeah, it's, it sucks me in. Wow. Yeah. Adrian, have you ever played it? Uh, no. No, no. I've had friends though. It's, it's, a bit, it's a bit adventure role play for me. Right. It's like it's a bit hack and slash kind of. Right, okay. Yeah. But I've never played it. That being said, I've never played it and I'm sure I'd get into it. But, yeah. It, you know, I like... Your quest for like hours and days and yeah. months and the next thing you know if your wife left you and took the kids and you're yeah. just, you're about to lose your house and you can't even pay for internet and your subscription you know <laughs> yeah i can see those tears rolling down your face <clears throat> excited for the movie yeah super excited actually but i've eaten so much pizza that my energy is kind of low but yes, I am, I'm actually excited for it because I like the folklore from, you know, World of Warcraft. Since Warcraft, um, I like the Warcraft lore. It's awesome. You know, you got a lot of really good actors. The CG is going to be CG crazy. Um, but they, they did a really good job in blending it, I think, from some of the stuff that I've seen. CG stands for crazy graphics, right? Yeah, crazy <laughs> yeah, graphics. Crazy graphics. Yeah. Uh, CGI crazy graphics intense. Yeah. Which is like <laughs> almost you can't even tell. Is that a real person? Yeah, or yeah. is that oh no, that's a crazy graphics. Yeah. yeah. Intense. Intense. Sorry. It's intensified. That's when it's like the next level. I yeah. thought there was just an apostrophe where it was just like you know, <laughs> crazy yeah. graphics. Intense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well yeah. Like what about you something. guys? Are you guys looking forward to it or? Um I feel the opposite to you with the CG. Yeah. I feel like it's too 
It's dreamlike. Uh, it just looks too cartoony for me. So that it. So it, like, do you think Avatar, something like Avatar, walked that line okay, or was that? Yeah, for was me that, that actually did walk the line okay. The yes, it was fantastical and but the blend uh, and the sort of switch over from the real live action characters to the CG characters for me yeah, felt very, very cohesive and, and worked. Whereas from the trailers that I've seen of Warcraft, I, I don't feel that as much. But I, I feel like know. they've kind of, they've tried to hold some of the quality of the, the, of the, game? of the games. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 So, and that, that always was a bit more, um, you know, it was always a bit more cartoony in nature. Yeah. You know, yeah, I mean, I'll definitely. See I'm keen that. to see it. I'm going to enjoy. Sure. Yeah, yeah, I'd love to see a bit of an orc love story. You know, mm. orcs, orking, orking. Mm. I'm, I'm just excited for that crazy graphics intensified. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you'll get that. Yeah. Number two, two. Warner Bros. and Rocksteady Studios are reportedly releasing Batman: Return to Arkham HD Collection on June 10th. In a leaked email, it was revealed that the announcement Batman Arkham HD Collection contains Batman Arkham Asylum and Batman Arkham City and all previously released DLC. It won't include Batman Arkham Origins, which was developed by Warner Bros., Montreal Studio, or Batman Arkham Knight. I just want to see how many times you could say Yeah, (laughs) there's so much Batman Arkham. (laughs) Uh, Personally, I have never played these games. Yeah, uh, but they're obviously they're fun, dude. They're huge and yeah, uh, fun and so whoosh, whoosh. it's gonna it's gonna be cool. Do you have a favorite in any of those in that series? Uh, the most recent one, and then the I liked yeah, I liked Arkham Asylum. I mean, it was you were stuck inside, but you know, it was, it was, uh, it was pretty good. All right, well, I need to go back and uh, play some of that. Yeah. Adrian, um, what game is it? Batman Arkham. Yeah, all the Arkham's. Uh, never played any of them. I mean, I did once at, at a place that we call JB Hi-Fi back home, which I think is the same as Best Buys here. Yeah, like an electronics yeah, uh, yeah, store yeah. selling electronics. Yeah, so I had a little squiz at like the first one, I think, like five years ago. Nice. Yeah. yeah, great story. Well, no, Thanks. Well, now was the chance to you know, pick up the entire collection and you could... Revisit. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, sure. Number three! Three, three, three. Ubisoft is looking, quote, looking into punishing players who exploited Tom Clancy's The Division Falcon Lost Incursion Glitch. Bug. Ubisoft are, quote, working on fixing the exploit and have directed players to Ubisoft's Ubisoft's (laughs) Code of Conduct, which warns players against cheating. The glitch allows players to bypass powerful enemies by pushing through a wall to grab a whole bunch of high-level loot. This, in turn, lets players progress faster than usual. Ubisoft said, quote, Obviously, it is against our code of conduct, and the team is looking into what can be done in terms of punishing for the punishment for those who have exploited. <clears throat> However, one angry gamer replied to the, on Reddit with, Try to understand that your customers can't create exploits. Only you can do that. If you want to hand our punishment, if you want to hand our, if you want to hand our punishments, start with your staff. Let's ban them from their paychecks. 
Guys, well said, pretty guy. Well, what do you guys think about this? I mean, I don't. I'm not a massive uh, multiplayer online guy. I don't play much multiplayer. Yeah. Is what I'm trying to say. Should gaming uh, developers and companies punish people for their faults? For for their own faults, essentially. <laughs> no, because it's like, don't you shouldn't have put out a thing that's not finished, or you should have really tested it, and you should. Yeah. Like don't don't punish people for playing your game and being like you sucked at it, and we found where you sucked at it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like in in like different industries in the computer world, you get paid for try for hacking into you know different systems. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that you get kind of like they they hire people who who break their programs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. So I mean, uh, people should be rewarded for for finding for finding, these, yeah. finding these things and going. Good work. Thanks for that. Yeah, yeah. We'll fix that. Cheers, mate. Yeah, here's some dope armor for finding it. Then people will try to find it. Yeah, yeah. Here's some sweet sweet gear or something. Okay, and outside of like a glitch scenario, should developers be able to punish players for... Exploding it? Well, for what about like... I, I just mean like for me, it's a curious thing of like... I mean, what do they, what do you, should there be, I guess, policing in multiplayer games, whether it's exploiting glitches or bad behavior? Is there stuff like that now? Like, can people be banned? Yeah, for, you can, for being an asshole. Yeah, you, yeah, should you should be banned be, for being, be for bullying or like any, any, any behavior that wouldn't be accepted socially. Socially. I mean, apart from like killing each other or something, because that's quite common in in games isn't it yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah you killed him we're gonna you're, you're yeah. going to jail yeah, yeah. it's a game yeah, yeah. but you know but like personal harassment mm-hmm. or, or yeah. like offensive behavior that is actively trying to cause someone else psychological harm mm-hmm. or emotional harm then yeah yeah interesting but not yeah no i agree not for not for shitty programming yeah not for like hey, you're bad whoops. for our shitty programming yeah. yeah that is very unfair. for our shady CGI punish, punish yourself yeah, yeah it's a it's an interesting stance it'll be interesting to see if they actually follow through on that yeah because yeah. it seems super unfair number four four the map to Red Dead Redemption 2 a long rumored and long awaited sequel to Red Dead Redemption has reportedly leaked online what yeah oh yeah First posted on NeoGAF, but later taken down. The map is revealed. The map is real and a very recent art direction model. An independent source confirmed to Tech Radar. The source also told Tech Radar that Red Dead Redemption 2 would be a prequel. What? The map shows a lot of water and islands, suggesting swimming and boating as a new way of transportation. It also looks like players will traverse a range of different ter- terrains. Terrains? <laughs> terrains? Terrains? Terrains, including plains, deserts, swamps, and snowy mountains. All right, guys. Dude. Well, do is this just uh, like, you know, modern marketing? Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, we deliberately... accidentally released yeah. oh. the trailer, or, you know, we accidentally gave you a little tease on what's going to be in the game. Keep an eye out because this game's coming out. Let it's, me remind you that there is a Red Redemption too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's. I feel like it's more of a marketing thing, just a very so? low key. Because you have to have like in every type of uh, like tech thing, you have was it uh, like early 
there's like the levels. There's like the people when they first announce something, it's like these people are really into it first, go for it. And then the, the next tier is like the consumers, like you, like normal consuming people. And then there's like, after that's like the way general public. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it makes sense, you know, like to do a smaller thing because you're going to get all the people who are like, Red Dead, yes. And then they're gonna be like, fuck yeah. And talk about it and hype it. And then yeah. you're going to get the... Uh, like public consumers or whatever to be yeah, like oh yeah. wait what that's coming back dude sick I mean how many podcasts are there going to be who like gamer podcasts where they're going to be talking about you know Red Redemption now yeah I this mean, week it's going this, to be big this game is obviously huge it's huge it's uh, I think one of my well it is you, one of my favorite you played games. it yeah. yeah 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 it's one of my absolute favorite games uh, we've talked about it a lot actually on the podcast and about that sort of anticipation of like when is it going to come out there's no announcement bunch of rumors um and i don't know i i definitely see the angle of the like marketing deliberate sort of leak but i feel that this game is so massive and so uh anticipated and fans are waiting and waiting that yeah i don't know it can, it can work both ways i feel like they wouldn't have to have such a small kind of uh little kind of leak of 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 the map and then the thing is the map when you see it is is such a raw kind of version of what the finished product would say like even in that thing it's like it says it's just an art direction kind of version of it um that makes me feel that it isn't quite deliberate either way it's good publicity oh yeah you know that's you know i mean you can get early feedback because if it's like whoa there's gonna be terrains and then people will start talking like whoa oh, well, that'd be so sick if you can like yeah yeah uh, you know like parts of the caribbean but you're like in a sort of a boat and then you could like pull horses up on it and then you get a, like a cavalry mm-hmm. and a gang and you just yeah people just and, I mean, and then and that through. that in itself is an interesting conversation we've been having over the last few weeks about um audience reactions to like early teasers or trailers and how a lot of companies are both right. in gaming and in film are being influenced by these early kind of waves of comments right. and reactions as a form of like market research yeah, yeah and, and you, they'll go back and change stuff so that yeah, yeah for sure that makes sense yeah because then you can tweak it out like film you know it's like oh well that didn't really work out or mm. people are talking about this let's cut it so that way it's more catered to that whole entire mm. thing mm. yeah yeah interesting we shall see I'm, I'm definitely excited for it yeah whenever really I, oh, yeah dude when it comes out i'm just not yeah, I won't even be on the podcast. So I we think know we'll all probably stop podcasting for quite yeah. a while. When's yeah. it due for release? There's no... Yeah. No oh, we don't know yet. No. Okay. Uh, Maybe I'll be in it. What? I'm what? Are you in it? That's why you got the mustache? <laughs> um, I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> um, yeah. There's, they've been absolutely quiet about it. Nothing has ever come out. Um, there were rumors that it was going to be announced at this year's E3. Mm. But I think Al was saying something about how Rockstar never do E3. They don't. There's so, never anything at E3. So that's highly unlikely. Because they're super cool. Fucking cool dudes. Hey, if you're listening, yeah. invite me to your guys' cool party. Yeah, come on I've our podcast. I've got a sick and, mustache. Uh, share some leaks. Yeah. With Justin's mustache. All right. Okay, Ooh. number five. Five. <laughs> the upcoming Ghostbusters reboot is getting its own video game tie in this summer. Activision's dropped a trailer this week, and it won't be starring the old-school 80s crew or the reboot, rebooted all-female cast. 
Instead, it will feature a new round of Ghostbuster rookies tasked with keeping New York City safe, while the movie cast are off dealing with spooks. Spectre. Wait, 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 wait. Can you set that sentence again? <laughs> Just that last one. I know, I like lost wind and I tried to sing it out. Yeah, it was uh, seamless, but could yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. It will feature a new round of Ghostbuster rookies tasked with keeping New York City safe while the movie cast are off dealing with spooks, specters, and ghosts across the country. A mobile tie-in game is also planned titled Ghostbusters Slime City. Yeah, look to the trailer. It looks really bad. Yeah. I'm <laughs> not surprised. Yeah, oh, the f- the film looks really bad? Uh, the game. The film, oh, the game. I won't discuss at this point. <laughs> we've we've yeah. kind of talked about it a bit. Yeah. Uh, um, so, yeah, I have to wait to see the next trailer, I think, because the first film trailer had its flaws. But this, this particular game looks... Um, Average. To say the least. Yeah. Number six. Six. To mark the launch of Star Fox Zero this week, Nintendo will debut a new Star Fox animated short titled The Battle Begins. Oh, hello. Well, you'll have to wait until April 20th to see the full thing. Nintendo released a clip from the video on Twitter. The video teases out some of the story and shows off some characters like Fox, Lippy, Falco, and Peppy. You sound very excited about Star Fox there, Justin. <laughs> you like Star Fox? Yeah, yeah, I like Star Fox. Um, there was just like this crossed out thing, and I was trying to read it while I was reading this entire <laughs> section. Yeah, it's like, oh, what does that say? Which you can see. Oh, which you can see below. There's how would they see below? I know exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, yeah. No, that's cool, man. Um, Star Fox Zero. Which one is that? I, I must say, I watched the the trailer, and it's definitely not my type of game. For Star Fox. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever play the original one? No. It was really good. Yeah, maybe it's a great game. I don't know, but I don't yes. like zany animal characters with guns. Uh, they're not he's zany. A pilot. He's a freaking star pilot, man. Yeah. He's a star fox. Yeah, not just a fox, a star fox. Which brings us to number, number seven. 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 Are you guys ready for this? This one? is the final piece of news. Justin Hannes. <clears throat> Dark Souls 3 isn't just the fastest day one seller of all the Souls games. <laughs> it's broken the record for Bandai Namco's most successful day one launch, but it has become the company's fastest selling title in its history. What? Now, that's according to Bandai Namco itself, whom haven't yet released the details <laughs> of the actual sales figures. So, <laughs> so we don't know how yeah. much it's sold, but, but it's selling it's it. a clear sign that this defiantly challenging game is now squarely mainstream. Boom! Booyah! Dark Souls 3. So this uh, released last week, and we've all played it this week. Have we? <laughs> Adrian and I played it uh, a little bit for the first time at my house. We spent about three hours, and then you've it's spent probably the last... I've spent the last nine hours trying to get it to start on on the Xbox I'm using, yeah. Because of like, I I spent two hours on the phone to Xbox, 
So now, would you say that this is the most challenging aspect of the game? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I realize it's all part of it. Yeah, yeah, I, I realize like this is you know, it's one of those. Is it Miyazaki? Miyazaki? Yeah, it's part of his thing. I get it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's meta. Yeah, know? exactly. It's where you where you want to play the game, but you can't play the game. And once you do, st- I'm waiting for to die. Mm. It's be- and it's the thing is, when yourself. you played the three hours with me, yeah. that was part of the game that you're playing. Yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah, it's more tied into the grander aspect of my life. Mm. Yeah, it's it's taking on your soul already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm getting darker. <laughs> I tell you, I'm getting angrier. It's, it's, it's it's angrier. Started, it started uh, over your weekend with the half yeah, uh, dark burn. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. Uh, yeah, no, I'm in my soul. It's it's just like oh, oh yeah, yeah it's Ooh, turning uh, to coal. Justin, yes. How about you? How many hours have you put in? What uh, are your thoughts? I don't even know how many hours. Uh, it, it's awesome. Uh, I played a little bit of the other ones. I didn't like... I it, I played them and I was like, this game's too hard. I stopped. And the third one came around. I was like, you know what? I'm going to get back into it. And, you know, I played the beginning, beat the first boss. Awesome. I was like, man. You know bad. the Crystal Lizard isn't a boss, right? What? Yeah. The, about the Crystal Lizard. Yeah, the, you're the one time on the one on the right where it's yeah, like, yeah. don't go any further. Yeah, no, no, no. I actually just... I, I ran into him and I was like, uh, I'm gonna say, maybe not right now. Yeah, we killed it. Yeah, yeah. I beat it. Yeah, anyway. I just, I just didn't, I just didn't bother for it. I was like, yeah, whatever, man. I listened to signs. It says don't go there. I was like, all right, fine, whatever. I listen to you. Yeah. yeah. And then so uh, You're missing out on a I know. shard there. Yeah. Now I know. Yeah. Don't listen to the signs. Just go on. Uh, and then I played, made it to the was it Le- Leoric or whatever, uh, the castle. Yep. Yeah. Loth- Lothric. Lothric. And then uh, I there was a dragon. I was like, "Whoa, what is this shit?" Spoiler alert. Yeah. Um, and then I. It's a bit like. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it doesn't really ruin. It. It's part of the landscape. You know. That's true. Yeah. yeah. You're right. Um, and then I ran into this. Oh well, I killed this dude with a katana, which was dope. He was hard. He almost killed me. I like rolled back. He drank my drink. He missed on his swipe. And I was like, slash, and I killed Wait, him. Wait, first go, you got him. Yeah. Oh, nice. dude, nice. I'm good at games, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, and then I ran to this knight, and I was not prepared for his tactics. He just smashed me, and I was like, whoa, drink mm. potion. And then I was throwing. I'm, oh, what I'm sort a, of class are you playing? Pyromancer or the oh. fire one? Yeah, the yeah Pyromancer. Cool. Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, I got an axe. I can fight up close. I can burn people. That's my kind of style. Nice. Um, so I started off, you know, throwing fireballs at him. He rushed me. I tumbled. I was like, whoa. And I slashed him and he backhanded me. I was like, whoa, this is this is brutal. And you should use me. some weapon arts on him. There's uh, like this weapon art thing in, in the new one, new version. And uh, yeah, I think it's good for getting through dudes with shields and like. Oh, I don't even know this big chunky. Stuff. I just got fire. Check so, it out. So, as a as a person that's played the previous ones, albeit sort of briefly, yeah. Did you find do you find this one more accessible? The same sort of just as difficult and crazy. Uh, uh, this one's more gnarly. Yeah. Yeah. Feels more gnarly. I mean, I don't know. It's is that been a good while or bad? Since I played the, I think that's like is gnarly. It's, it's like good and like challenging. Okay. Aspect. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it feels it's more smoother. I feel like it's design. It's been redone really well. Um, feels more smoother because the other ones I played a little bit. Um, it's just like when I was at friends' houses, I I didn't want to buy the game because I don't like constantly losing mm-hmm. and getting my soul crushed. But now I'm like I'm a, I'm a grown up. I think I could I could take on challenges now. Got a mustache. Yeah. Uh, so. Hmm. 
Yeah. And that makes you better at games as well. Yeah, right? I, I feel... Yeah, that's also, like, yeah. enhances your gaming stats, right? Yeah, yeah. It, uh, it balances out. It gives you a little bit more patience. Your Twitch followers? More. Yeah. They're going up. Just going up. I'm at, like, uh, 1.7 million now. Wow, yeah. that's a big jump. Yeah, it's a big jump. So, it's pretty good. That's what I was... Yeah. It was just you, wasn't it? Or yeah, like... yesterday it was me um, and... Uh, what was his name? The kid that lives down the road? <laughs> Uh, Eric Eric yeah yeah Eric and his brother uh, Bobby yeah and then uh, Shimmer Stash and now there's like 1.7 <laughs> yeah yeah just like that yeah I mean you don't even talk to Bobby and Eric uh, yeah anymore. I'm talking it's kind of weird I know. Yeah. yeah what is this <laughs> uh, yeah and for for you and I Adrian we started it up on uh, Sunday now I think I said this last week um, as part of the podcast Al gave us a list of games to choose from uh, to kind of to, to play and to discuss on the podcast, I chose Quantum Break and very, very, very was very sort of adamant that I wanted to avoid Dark Souls. I had no interest in it. I I knew how difficult it was, uh, and I just didn't want to have any part of it. Um, I, but and what happened? What but happened? it uh, it arrived on my doorstep, and I knew that it was on my doorstep. For, for Adrian's benefit more than mine so I said Adrian come over I've got some spare time this afternoon let's let's start it up uh, yeah and we got past the tutorial got past Part, the tutorial uh, killed the crystal, crystal lizard. lizard and we killed oh, what's his First name boss. we should have written down his name um, yeah the one that grows the black crazy thing. rat thing. yeah which, which is kind of like Princess Mononoke yeah. which yeah. those things it was it was yeah. cool and so like and, and we go, then we got lost in, in in the uh, in the fire link uh, what do you call it tavern what is it yeah whatever that yeah. fire link castle yeah, walked yeah. around looking Just for stuff the, that, yeah. that there's nothing there. with the blacks and we're like yeah. where is it and, yeah, and they're like the lady who's just cooking you're like yeah. dude it's and, the, perfect, and then it's like attack the walls because yeah. what was it, it was, uh, it's like illusionary or something yeah. it's not it's, it's not. not you just travel to the next spot yeah. from your bonfire yeah. Which took us a while to figure out. Yeah. Do people... Is, I noticed now. there's like little things on the ground. Uh, you can either praise or just whatever. Yeah. yeah. Is that like people leave that? I or feel something? like people yeah. are leaving those messages. People uh, leave... Online, yeah, they do. There's, people leave trick messages. Yeah. Cause and like, also there's other ones that like are useful. Warnings and stuff. Yeah, because right? one was like, there's a chest. And I was like, where is this chest? <laughs> Fucking assholes, man. Um, <laughs> yeah, and it was funny. So like I set up uh, my character as an assassin whom I made green and hairless to look like Piccolo from Dragon Ball nice. Z. Z. Dragon Z. Ball Dad. Um, uh, which is cool. It gave, amused me. Uh, and then, yeah, Adrian and I took turns, and I was very, very surprised. I really enjoyed it. Um, but I think what I enjoyed most was the fact that I was playing with it. Yeah, playing like, with you. With Adrian. someone else, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Because, you know, it's sort of... It gave each time I died, it would give me a chance to step back, watch what you did, you know, and we'd be able to sort of discuss like, oh, let's approach it this way, or let's try that, um, and then it made it more enjoyable and sort of mm. exciting to mm. kind of be like, cool, it's my turn now. Oh crap, I died straight away. And, yeah, yeah. You know, and, and I've always, I've always liked uh, death for death playing like on any, yeah, on, yeah, on most yeah. games. I, I really enjoy that. I think it's a great way to play games. Yeah. Um, especially when you can't, you know, you know both play like co-play or whatever you call it exactly i feel and i feel with this particular game it's good to um, have that breather right good to have that breather because mm. i feel if 
if it was just me playing, the more times that I would die over and over again, I think... You get closer and closer to, oh, fuck this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I just get, like, I would just be like, ah, oh, I just, what am I doing with this time? And it's funny, like, well, after you left that afternoon um, and in sort of the days following, there's been moments when I'm like, well, I want to switch that on again. Like, I want to go back and I want to play. And have you? I haven't yet. Oh, okay. Uh, I've, I've, I've held off because I, fe- because I feel that way, that playing it on my own, it'll quickly become... Uh, Addictive. Addiction. No, it'll the frustration will make me just be like, "Fuck it, I just right. don't do this." Um, yeah, I've been stopping every time I get really frustrated because I'm like, I think if I go past that threshold of frustration to like enrage, I probably won't play for a really long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I pace myself. I'm like, "Oh, okay, yeah, I can do this." And I'm just like, "Yeah, the music's cool. It's very groovy." Mm. Yeah, it's a beautiful world. I mean, it, it yeah. looks oh, great. It's looks like great. so it's great gothic. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, it's one of those games where, um, for me anyway, like I, I, can, I can enjoy the environment and sort of just watching yeah. the world around mm. me. I it's like really hitting cool. those people that are like kind of praying or whatever they're doing. Cause like, the, the ones that don't attack you. Yeah, and then you yeah. attack them and then they like randomly have a blade as they're dying. You're like, whoa, shit, yeah, you're yeah. packing. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'd go up and, cause if you go behind them, you could attack them and it's like instantly kills them. Yeah. Um, yeah. You'll kill them and then they'll like have a weapon as they're like dying. You're like, Whoa, you would have attacked me. Or if you hit them and they, attack and they don't die, they'll attack you. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like real people. If yeah. you attack someone, they're probably going to attack, attack you back. back. Yeah. But are they always packing? But if you leave them alone, yeah. they won't attack they you. Won't attack. Yeah. Yeah. So Adrian... You haven't obviously had a chance to play it on your own yet, which mm. is what you've been trying to do. Yeah. But what was uh, your experience? Have you, this, this is your first Dark Souls First experience? Dark Souls. I've been watching a lot of YouTube videos uh, just mm-hmm. to feel that need, the, scratch the itch. Because you nominated this game as uh, your podcast. Yeah, this recap. was going to be the one I was going to play all week, and yeah. that hasn't happened. So uh, maybe next week yeah. I'll update. But I've been watching a lot of you know tutorials, YouTube videos, getting a goss on what the secrets are there's a whole bunch of different podcasts i mean different youtube videos out there you should definitely check out if you're you're so interested out there guys um yeah yeah just type in tips and hints for beginners on dark souls 3 and i'm feeling pretty solid like there's some stuff that i learned that i was like we should have done that yeah yeah um but you know you even had stuff you still brought stuff to the table when we were playing sure sure yeah yeah where i was just like yeah, like Al had warned, you go, you it does the game doesn't tell you anything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and you also, I feel like they, like the enemies learn from the style you play too. I don't know if that's an actual mechanic. Like they adapt. Well, no, certain as you go on, enemies get smarter. Yeah, but they don't necessarily learn from what you've been doing. But they, they just have a. Different they know what mechanics are. You know. Okay. Because I like ran into a spot. I'm like, whoa, these guys are gnarly. Yeah, yeah. One of the videos on, on YouTube was like, you know, if you find you get to a spot that you can't kill anything, you're not doing any damage and you're getting smashed, there's a good chance that you've wandered into an area you shouldn't should be, be in yet. Yeah. yeah. But the game won't tell you that. Yeah, either. yeah, I've kind of learned Isn't that. Is that every area of the game? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, one's a com- combination of being just bad at, at killing <laughs> yeah. things and not being skilled. And then the other one's like, still approaching it in a skillful manner but still getting smashed yeah yeah and if you know that well that's what i like to think but you know oh yeah also i've been playing this game at night it's kind of fun and really creepy really yeah 
And then I like, because it's, because if it's during the day, I'm not going to do anything the rest of the day. I'll be playing it all day. So I kind of been playing at night. Different vibe, man. If you play it at night. Do you wear any clothes? <laughs> Just the mustache. <laughs> Just the mustache. Yeah. Woo. Well, that was the games news from Nate's Blowdown. Thank you, Justin, for reading that. Thank you. Next up, we're still on Nate's Blowdown, and we have the movie news with Adrian. Hello. Number one. Number one. Jurassic World director Colin Whoa, which I read that first. Colin Trevorrow. Yeah. Oh, yeah, got it. And producer Frank Marshall have confirmed that uh, what Deadline told you... And that's not a real sentence there, Alex. Thanks. You can make it work, make it work. Let's just start that again. Jurassic World director Colin Trevorrow and... Trevorrow? Trevorrow. And producer Frank Marshall have confirmed what Deadline told you in January. Yeah, they confirmed what Deadline told you in January. Yep. Juan Antonio Bayona is set to direct Jurassic World 2. Bayona is a Spanish director who directed the 2012 film The Impossible. Trevoro, Trevoro, thank you, tweeted, Proud to collaborate with one of my favorite filmmakers on the next Jurassic adventure, J.A. Bayona. It's all yours. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Um, Colin Trevoro, Directed the Jurassic reboot, and after it grossed over $1.6 billion, small change, dollars, he accepted the job directing Star Wars Episode Nine. Chris Pratt and Bryce Dallas Howard starred in the first one and are expected back. June 2018 release. There you go. Yeah. Did you, uh, did you see Jurassic World? No. No. Justin, you guys haven't seen Jurassic World? Nope. nope. Okay, so... Not excited about the second one? No. Not a fan of the Jurassic uh, films? I like my childhood. Yeah, I love Jurassic Park. Yeah. But Jurassic World, not so much. I don't know. I mean, I could see it, but I'm assuming it's just like rehashed cool graphics with cool dinosaurs. (laughs) You mean... um, Crazy. Crazy crazy graphics intensified. Yeah. There are a lot of crazy graphics intensified. Yeah. And like, you know, I don't know, riding motorbikes with raptors and shit. I'm sure there's some cool... There's some cool, like, chases and stuff, but... I don't know, like the, the the premise and the idea and it's oh, like purity trainer. was like yeah, Jurassic Jurassic Park was just, you know. Oh, now did raptors. you guys see like Jurassic Park three D two and three? Lost World and Jurassic Park three? No, just the one. Yeah. Just just saw the first one. I just saw the first one. Oh, oh saw, you saw all three. You yeah. saw all three. Okay. Uh second one, I can't remember which one is that one. I know, I remember the first Lost, one. Lost World. That's... Jeff Goldblum came back. Yeah, what did they do? Oh, maybe I did see that. Um, They went to a separate island where they were going to catch the dinosaurs to bring back to the mainland. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and then they're like running through the shrubbery. Yeah. "Ah!" Yeah. So Jurassic was... And the third one was with the kid. That's really good. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Third one's with the kid. That one's cool. Jurassic Park was one of my first movie-going experiences. Mm -hmm. Like that and The Lion King. That's a hell of a movie to see first. That's sick. Yeah, it was a big one. Pretty awesome. Yeah. The awesome thing about that is that film still holds today, I think. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The first Jurassic Park? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, totally. Uh, and it was interesting because we went and saw Jurassic World, and I think we we talked about this, and it was one of the first podcasts we did when Jurassic World came out. That's where 
our segment, Chris Pratt, Can You Give Us Some Money, came from. Oh, right. Because uh, they were kicking ass in the box office, as you said there, $1.6 But Bethany had only seen Jurassic Park and hadn't seen any of the sequels. Um, out of that kind of sense of not wanting to ruin that sort of nostalgic childhood impact of mm. the first one. And for her seeing Jurassic World, it, it recaptured all that feeling uh-huh. and, and honoured it, I think, for her. Okay. Whereas for me, I had seen the sequels and, yeah, Jurassic Park still just stands alone and on its own. Yeah, totally. um, Jurassic World tries to hit those points and, you know, does kind of set, set it up with big uh, CGI and, and big sort of action pieces and stuff like that but for me like the characters where you like you kind of that was the great thing about the first one you're invested in all of those characters yeah. whereas in this one they're just not interesting <laughs> so but, I just, is, there, is anyone familiar with the new director for this number two Jurassic World 2 uh-uh, Bayona not at all no I had a look at his CV and he's obviously done a load of work in Spain mm-hmm. um, but I'm not familiar with it Okay. Um, but I know The Impossible, I think that was the film about the 2005 tsunami. Oh, okay, okay. I think yeah. that's it. And it's uh, got Ewan McGregor and Naomi Watts, if I'm correct. Okay. This is all just off the top of my head. I cool. could be wrong. Um, but yeah, interesting. Interesting. I mean, if your film is one of the highest grossing films of all time, there's definitely going to be a sequel. I just so. don't... I just don't get it. Like, didn't they not learn to like not just have dinosaurs? It never fucking works out. Exactly. Like, what? What are you gonna do now? Next one. Oh, they got the dinosaurs again, and it gets crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Number two. 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 J.J. Abrams and Daisy Ridley could soon be reuniting. Paramount is developing the supernatural drama Colma. K O L M A. With Abrams producing through his bad robot production company and Ridley in talks to star. Uh, Marielle? Marielle Heller is in talks to direct from a script by Megan Holly. The remake of the 2003 Israeli TV movie Colma, uh, which translates to English as All I've Got, centers on a man who died in a car accident 50 years ago who waits on the other side for his former girlfriend who survived. Yeah, interesting. I've got a 2.1 here. 2.1. That's because it's more J.J. Abrams news. All right, well, let's just whack it in now. J.J. Uh, Abrams addressed the subject of new character Ray's parents in The Force Awakens in... Oh, I shouldn't have done this. This is, like, really cool news. Anyway. Spoiler. 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 Spoiler J.J. Uh, Abrams addressed the subject of new character at Ray's parents in The Force Awakens in a talk at Tribeca Film Festival in New York on Friday night. Abrams seemed to rule out either Luke Skywalker, General Leia, formerly Princess Leia, or Han Solo being a parent of Rey. Ooh. Because, you know, my money was on Luke, of course. The money, uh, the, yeah, the rumors are I, swirling. I, I didn't think she was. I think she sort of was, but then I just remember, like, when they showed the Knights of Ren, I feel like one of her parents might have been one of the Knights of Ren. Well, he says here... One of the Knights of Ren, interesting. He says here... Ray's parents are not in episode 7, he told the audience. So I can't possibly say in this moment who they are. But I will say it is something that Ray thinks about too. 
<laughs> and, Thanks, JJ. And I think he winked at the audience at that point. Probably, yeah. yeah. Wink, wink. Did he say anything else? Um, oh, no, he does. <laughs> he later clarified in a different interview. <laughs> what I meant was that she doesn't discover them in episode seven. Not that they may not already be in her world. So it could be. So it could be. So basically... So he didn't say that it wasn't conclusively Leia or Luke yeah. or... He's basically gone Han. around in a circle to the point where mm. he's just gone back to... Nobody knows. Back to where we started. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, he, pulled a, he pulled an Abrams on us. He mm. did, which is great. Yeah. But the internet rumors will persist. Who? Parents... You know what? You I don't really. Uh, I'm, just, I'm not. I'm more interested in what's going to happen in Rogue One. Yeah, Rogue One. Uh, that looks cool. <laughs> that siren sound. Just for our audience to think, that wasn't coming from Justin's mouth. It was a siren. <laughs> um, so let's go back to Coma. Coma, yeah. To Coma. Has uh, anybody got a, a this? You know, a finger on the pulse on this one at all? Anyone's. I'm not familiar with this at all. No, I'm not familiar with the Israeli TV series, but uh, I mean, I'm familiar with JJ Abrams and Daisy Ridley. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, clearly she's got in his good books. Yeah, kind of, and it looks like a bit of like an indie number for JJ Abrams yeah, by it, the looks of it. I mean, if they could go cool sci-fi, you know, I mean, or fantasy-ish. Like, mm. uh, what was that movie, Robin Williams, What, Dream May, what Dreams May Come? Right. Where it's, you know, it's like trying to find his wife. Could be like that. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Yeah. That would be interesting. Yeah. We'll just have to wait and see, but yeah. I, I, I t- it, yeah, it'll be cool. I trust JJ. We all trust JJ. I Number three. Three. In the wake of the controversial choice to cast Scarlett Johansson or Johansson as the lead of the Hollywood adaption of the Japanese anime franchise Ghost in the Shell, Screen Crush reports that the producers of the film tested digital visual effects that would make actors look more Asian. Hmm... According to the to a source in the story, producers immediately rejected the idea after tests were completed. Screen Crush reports that several sources say tests were done on Johansson, confirming a test. Well, I'll try that again. Several sources say tests were done on Johansson, confirming a test. Oh wait, sorry. No, I keep missing a bit. Wait, no, 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 it's my my fault. I just can't. <laughs> I can't scan properly. <clears throat> Screen Crush reports that several sources say tests were done on Johansson herself to make her look more Asian. But Paramount, in a statement to the site, while confirming a test, say it was only on a background actor. No visual effects tests were conducted on Scarlett's character, and we have no future plans to do so, the studio said. That's not J.J. Abrams, surprisingly. Surprisingly. <laughs> Um, so here we go. We're up hot uh, off the heat. Hot, hot, hot off the heels. Hot, hot on the heels. Hot, hot off the press. Hot off the press. Hot on the heels of the whole diversity debate coming off the hashtag So White Oscars. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but on a larger scale, a mm. very true and and legitimate debate about uh, diversity in Hollywood, as far as uh, you know. Um, minority actors getting roles appropriate to uh, their race and, and the stories and and what has been labelled as whitewashing. Um, 
So how do you guys feel about this? Well, as a huge fan of Ghost in the Shell, I'm like, why? 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 Like, I mean, great actress, actor, you know, she's, Uh, she's awesome, fine. Got a cool voice. She does some music stuff as well. mm -hmm. I haven't got a problem with her at all, but, but there are so many amazing actors out there of like relevant to the original series. Like, I don't know, you know, like, I, I think it's, I think it's, it's you know it's the Hollywood machine. It's just sort of going all right. What's going to sell this to a mainstream audience who yeah. don't know who the shit or what the shit uh, you know Ghost in the Shell is? Um, we need we need a name here. And but why the fuck they picked her? I do because, not know. Because it can piggyback off of her Black Widow stuff. Because I am pretty sure when this will release, Marvel movie will just have come come out. And she'll probably have more screen time on Marvel's movie, and then they can be like. Well, Ghost in the Shell is going to be coming out around this time after. And so, you know, more people will be like, Scarlett Johansson, so like, Black Widow, let's go see it. Like piggybacking on yeah. release dates. Yeah, mm. because it will already gen- uh, generate like revenue without, you know, it being done. People are like, oh, well, she's mm. awesome, Black Widow. Like the fighting argument for this, people will be like, have you seen her? Have you seen any of the Marvel movies, man? Mm. Have you seen Black Widow? Like she kills it, dog. Now she kills a dog. <laughs> she yeah. kills a dog. That's what people say. She Outrage. kills a dog. Yo, she kills a dog in Civil War. I yeah, see that. Yeah. It's crazy. She kills like everything. She kills a person. She kills a robot. She kills an alien. She kills a dog, man. She kills it. That is crazy. I don't. That, okay, you heard that right here, right now. Jester has just leaked a story. Black Widow kills a dog in uh, Civil yeah. War. But, so. Yeah, I mean, I mean uh, yeah, just now, the fact that it's purely to sell tickets, uh, I, I think, I can't see why it should be cast. Yeah. And I mean... Otherwise. Yeah, I mean, is there... I mean, does that even... Does that... Does, does this argument still come up uh, for this particular film um, if that story about them testing to make white actors look more Asian... Is there still a story here as far as uh, casting? Uh, like, is it like yeah. would would that argument have still come up? Of like, oh, she's in the lead. Yeah, yeah, yeah it did even before like that news got leaked. People were talking, especially since I'm yeah. multi-ethnic. I mean, I'm I'm interested yeah. to know yeah. what we, wait, 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 both like, of you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, you finished with your go, multi-ethnic. Go. Oh yeah, um, like a lot of people in the Asian community were already like upset once she was announced, and then once they showed the test was like, yeah, why did you still cast mm-hmm. her? Like, there's tons of amazing Asian actresses yeah. you know or multi-ethnic actresses that could do much more justice than I think Scarlett Johansson can on that but you know it's the whole money it's, thing it's also like Emma Stone uh, yeah. last year which is super offensive playing yeah. uh, what was she was like part Hawaiian she's part like, Chinese oh. <laughs> yeah she's I don't know she's trying to be Hoppo and it's like dude no she's straight up white man like and then you yellow tint her oh, that's God. fucked up man <laughs> Yeah. yeah, they're like, oh no, she's like Hapa Asian. Like, I, I know Hapa people. I am Hapa, and there's yeah. It's what just, what does Hapa, cast, Hapa mean? That means you're just like half and half. But right. in so uh, when I us growing up, we always just meant it as like white and something else. Yeah. But the actual term just means half of something. Like, so you could be you know black and Japanese or mm-hmm. white and Japanese. But usually it's applied to like white and something. Yeah. 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 I mean. Uh, 
Yeah, like Jess and I'm... Should have just cast multi- it Emma Stone already. She already has experience. <laughs> She's already mixed race. Yeah, I'm, I'm mixed race like uh, Jess and I'm half Indonesian, half um, Australian, Caucasian Australian. Um, Caucasian. Caucasian. Is that what you said? Oh, because Caucasian Australian. Caucasian. Caucasian. And then mixed with your Indonesian. Australian. But yeah, I mean... I don't know. I mean, I've met enough people of mixed ethnicities that are more than capable to fill these roles. Exactly. And yeah. not even not even just like people of the appropriate ethnicities to play these roles, not mm. even mixed people. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It's just like Yeah. It's such a strange Yeah. It's just an it's such a weird choice. I mean, I'm interested to know how valid like I, I how valid these reports are, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like whether you know, you know, if it's word of mouth sort of stuff, yeah, uh, things get blown up. Maybe you know, I don't know. I'm, I'm, but yeah, it's just I don't know. My mind boggles. At and, this. And I mean, like even the, the thing, mind boggles. And then even the thing of like, oh, well, we're doing it on a background actor. Could you not find yeah. <laughs> enough Asian background actors? Yeah, seriously. You know, they were totally testing that to use on their leads. Yeah, I don't know. It That's sounds. In this day and age, I just don't know where or how they could think that they could get away with something like that if they did. Yeah. Well, I mean, you go see the film and everybody's like, hmm, Scarlett looking a bit more Asian than she was. <laughs> like, yeah. There's something different about Oh, no. Yeah. A samurai woman. Yeah. It's like, oh, no, she's just acting. That's transformation for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, she was yeah. doing method. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, yeah. okay, okay. It makes sense now, makes obviously. Sense. Yeah. yeah. She's brilliant. Give her an Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> anyway that is yeah the whole diversity uh debate is something we could talk about for hours but this definitely needs to be a shift which is slowly i don't know and then you happening. get news like that uh, exactly. sorry is it happening yeah exactly yeah. number four Twilight Zone. Interactive reboot where you can choose what happens next. The iconic science fiction TV series is being resurrected with a new dimension as digital video company Interlude has secured secured a, a deal with CBS to turn the series into a project marrying television with gaming. Interlude is known for making videos that play like sophisticated choose-your-own-adventure films. There you go. So, this is, uh, I feel like, from a few different things I've seen recently, a shift in the industry. Like, there's like a, becoming like this mm. real merge of, uh, they're really trying it television out. and mm. video games. I hope I get into video games. And this kind of touches on the uh, what is it? Unchart, not uncharted. Quantum Break. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. That that, uh, yeah, was was a. Complete 50-50 mix of, of live-action 30-minute episodes. Um, and then sections the, you play, right? Sections you play where the actions of your gameplay uh, affect also what happens in the episode to see. Yeah. Which I really liked, although I felt like the balance wasn't quite right because I think I was telling you on the weekend, I finished it and felt I didn't get enough gameplay from that right? for the time invested because I appreciated the episode's but what was my initial fear of is it going to break the momentum of my game and, and sort of my focus it ended up doing 
Right, right. Know, I could have. I Did you pick up your phone during the the yeah. live action se- sequences Absolutely. in every single episode? Yeah, you were like, "All right, it's not my part." Yeah, <laughs> not not my part now. I'll, yeah, I'll, yeah. And then uh, like, when are my lines again, director? I'll speak again. Yeah, and yeah. it was sort of like the bit where you know you get these little flashes in the game when you choose something or do something that is going to have a consequence in the episode. For the first episode, I was like, "Oh, I want to wait and see that." And it was like it wasn't even a part that ended up being uh, affecting the story. It ended up just being a little throwaway line of like, "Oh, did you like two guys saying like, oh, did you see that? Like this change that I had affected." And so I was like, oh, "Well, that's a bit of a cheat. I feel ripped off." Yeah, right. Um. So for me, the idea was great, and then that direction I really enjoy. I think it's it's not nailed though. It's not nailed. I, yeah. I think there's a, there's a development, but then this is different. Like this is all live action, um, and it reminds me of. I don't know the name, so please forgive me, Haruka, who is a close friend of Tesla and has worked a lot with Al, who is just uh, who is in an interactive live action game, which is now on the App Store, and I'm really really sorry, Haruka, but I forgot the name of it. Um, where it's like that, it's an episodic thing where you choose and make decisions within the episode which then changed the direction of the episode oh, itself. Wow. So it's completely interactive, um, you know, like Telltale Games, but this is all live action. So I feel like that's perhaps where this Twilight Zone thing is going to go. So which, like you use your remote and you... you yeah, you, yeah. Or if it's on your phone, you, you touch the... Right, you pick which, like, which way you want to go. Go over that way or... Okay. Pick up um, that thing and see what it does. Yeah. Right. And... You die. Yeah. And then... I like that. I think that's really interesting. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel the older I get, the more I enjoy games like that, mm-hmm. where it's more interactive. It's more about an experience, and it's and it really puts consequences on your choices. Mm. Like it gives you respons- like a real sense of responsibility. Mm. And I remember talking to you, Justin, about uh, Firewatch, which is like a maybe not the best example, but the point that you made was like, you go through it once and then you leave it because you want to have that sense of like holding on to that was your experience. Those were the choices you made. Yeah. Like why go back and explore it just to make other choices. I played it again recently. um, And this time I made more stronger decisions on not like what I thought would be right or how I wanted it to play out, just what I was feeling. And it was some choices that I didn't make the last time. Um, and it becomes more than just oh it's a game that I'm trying to beat it's like something I'm investing in like the feelings that you have so when it unravels more and you're answering just how you feel at the time it's such a different experience it's very immersive yeah and yeah that game is brilliant I wish there were more games like that I mean there are some that I haven't played um but yeah the games that just it opens up and you just put aside like there's achievements or objectives that I have to hit or whatnot you just play decisions are made based on what you're feeling at the time and it's it's cool it's it's a really nice like in the last sort of you know five to ten years there's been a huge shift towards that type of gameplay like you know the fable series was mm-hmm. is like an example of that early when, when you know when they started toying with you know choices and how that formed your character or yeah that. yeah and now it moves towards how it forms the story outcomes and yeah i like i love the idea and of the re- re- replayability of those types of games mm-hmm. yeah. 
Um, and, and as a type of, this is like more a TV series, which is going to, and so you have a, a new or a different experience to what your friend does. Yeah. And watches it in the next room. I mean, that's cool. Yeah. And that's such a, that is such a unique way to experience television. Yeah. That it becomes a truly individual experience. Yeah. But. Will it be seamless or will you be, well, is it like, you know. Yeah. Because the interesting thing will be, and with a lot of these choose your own adventure kind of games and interactive shows and stuff is that often they the choices branch out in opposite directions but then point back to the right the same end so it'll be interesting with a tv show like how much they can dictate that over a series of episodes um but yeah we'll see uh where was that there uh no number five two new faces have been added to five sorry (laughs) Two new faces have been added to Spider-Man Homecoming. After it was announced that Laura Harrier and Tony Revolori, Revolori are joining the cast of the superhero movie. Revolori is best known for his supporting role in Wes Anderson's Grand Budapest Hotel and will take up the character of Emmanuel, uh, who is said to be one of Peter Parker's best friends. Harrier, meanwhile, is better known to US audiences for her role in One Life to Live. And her character is said to play a significant part in Peter Parker's life, according to The Rap. Uh, other cast members include singer Zendaya in an unknown role, along with Marissa Tomei, who will play Aunt May. Why, oh, that works, doesn't Aunt it? Aunt Tomei. Yeah, Marissa <laughs> Tomei, Aunt May. Yeah. So connections while michael keaton is in talks to play a villain and i hope that end part is true i think he'd be a great oh yeah villain in spidey yeah i don't know about the name though i don't know if i'm liking the name spider-man homecoming is spider-man that, you, homecoming do you know Queens. the comics uh, you guys know, read any of the spider uh, comics is this high school again he's back in high school right yeah this is this is young peter parker they're taking him back mm. to his high school days he's 16 which is really cool i really like that aspect um maybe the homecoming's also partly related to the fact that he's back in the mcu uh i don't know if it's related to any uh, i think i think that's probably a connection yeah, yeah. um um yeah, I, no, I don't, I, we need Al here to kind of relate to the. You guys don't like Spidey? No, I love Spidey, but I'm not. I, I, I like the. You know, like the first Andrew Garfield one. That one was. That really one was great. Yeah. He was a great Spidey. Also liked a little bit of Tobey Maguire. Like I didn't love Tobey Maguire, but he was alright. I mean, he was a good. The most yeah. recent guy was was solid, wasn't mm-hmm. he? Yeah, yeah. Andrew but I liked, Garfield. But see, the thing about like Andrew oh, Garfield was Andrew Garfield. Yeah. like the story was kind of cool, like the way it was done and all that. But he was just like cool guy all the time. He wasn't even like unpopular or just like nerdy. I never got that vibe. He's like, you're just cool. You're cool. Did he have? Did he have a mustache? Yeah, he should. He good thing he did. <laughs> that he would be that. amazing. Yeah, the Spidey Spider-Man yeah. mustache. Uh, but like Tobey Maguire, <laughs> though, if you if you break, I mean, like we can't relate it or compare it to the Spider-Man we had because it's it's the story and the way it's done is different. Mm-hmm. Um, but the transformation of like Tobey Maguire into Spider-Man was pretty good. Because yeah, he was yeah. like, I'm nerdy and awkward. I was like, dude, this guy's awkward. He's pasty. Yeah. He's just a nerd. And then, and then he got bitten. Yeah, and they got big and he was like, grew into uh, Spider-Man, which that transition was cool. Um, I never thought he was like super cool. I never 
thought that for a moment. Like, whoa, now that you're Spider-Man, you're super cool. I'm like, you're still kind of nerdy, but you got a little bit more confident. Um, mm-hmm. Which Andrew Garfield, he was like, oh, I'm kind of like sort of nerdy, but it was like he was a cool guy. And then he got Spider-Man powers, and I'm like, you're still the same. Like, you're still the same guy. You're still the same cool guy. <laughs> Whereas Tobey Maguire in the Spider-Man suit, you know, he was different than Tobey Maguire outside of Spider-Man suit. I'm just defending it because it, it was good. It do, was good. Like, do you want to hang out with him just a little bit? Tobey Maguire is a cool guy. <laughs> no, not Tobey Maguire. Garfield. Oh, Garfield. He is a cool guy. Man. <laughs> he's a cool guy. But I like I'm hanging out with Tobey Maguire because he's cool. Yeah, I get what you mean. Yeah, I get what you mean. Definitely. But we need our resident Spidey. Uh, yeah. Aficionado here, Al, to yeah. give, us the, give us the lowdown on that. But, I mean, that, that cast list, Michael Keaton, if that is confirmed. That'd be cool. Like, how you go, this cast list, Michael, Michael Keaton. Michael just Keaton. Tr- it's just about, oh, Michael just Keaton. Just to go through the cast list one more time, Michael Keaton, if that is confirmed. I don't even know who I'd be seen. up for a Val, Val K- Kilmer. Oh, yeah. Are you just going through the Batman? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, Val Kilmer villain, yeah. Yeah. Is yeah. it? Val Kilmer. There's a whole swathe of Batmans now. Yeah. Anyway, so many Batmans, bat guys, bat girls. Number six. six. Ryan Reynolds will officially reprise his role as the potty-mouthed and anti-hero Deadpool in a forthcoming sequel. Twentieth Century Fox has confirmed. Film company Fox has also confirmed that the first film's director Tim Miller will also be on board for the sequel. A little is known about Reynolds' plans for the sequel, at least according to uh, the film's post-credits kicker. What? That doesn't... A little is known about Reynolds' plans for the sequel, at least according to the first film's post-credits kicker. Deadpool promised that the popular X-Men character Cable would appear... would appear, a fact that the writers themselves appeared to confirm in an interview with Hitfix. Yeah. Oh, you did a burp. No. I don't know who Cable is. Do you, you, you guys know, know Cable? Cable? Justin, you know Cable? Yeah, he's a he's a he's, a, he's got the eye patch. And he goes, I don't know him fully entirely, but I remember from like Marvel versus Capcom and then right. some of the comics. I think he's like. One of due to his like pro sentinel machine thing. Ah, cool. Okay. I think I don't. I, it's been a long time. Yeah, he's not like a cable guy or anything. No. Oh, Billy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jim, if um, you've seen the cable. Uh, guy, th- you here's what they it. said for clarification. Yeah, I there's a lot of fun in that. He's very serious, and he does take on more serious, weighty issues than Deadpool's used to taking on. So I think there's a juxtaposition there that can be fun, said Reese. We had a lot of fun with Colossus in the first movie, just by virtue of him being a foil to Deadpool. Uh, being a goody two-shoes in a, a straight shooter, and, and Deadpool being, you know, irreverent, and and I think Cable offers us, uh, you know, the opportunity to provide another really cool, different foil for Deadpool. Kind of had a little bit of Nicolas Cage in that. Yeah, it did actually. Yeah. yeah. Like, well, oh, that was our uh, guest, Nicolas Cage. Yeah, reading that last night. Uh, <laughs> Cable you. See you, man. could be in the uh, Deadpool uh, sequel. Yeah. yeah. Very good. Moving on. Number seven. Seven. James Cameron has expanded his Avatar franchise once again. Writer-director Cameron announced at CinemaCon 2016 in Las Vegas that he is now working on 
four sequels to his 2009 <laughs> <laughs> blockbuster. Four sequels, not one. Yeah. Four. Yeah. There you go. Um, rather than the previously announced three. Cameron said he is aiming to have Avatar 2 ready for a Christmas 2018 opening, with the third, fourth, and fifth films to follow in 2020, 2021, and 2022. Originally, Cameron had slated Avatar 2 for a 2015 release, but the first sequel has been pushed back several times since then. We have decided to embark on a truly massive cinematic process, he said. I've been working the last couple of years uh, with a team of four top screenwriters to design the world of Avatar. <laughs> going, going forward, uh, the characters, the, the, the creatures, the, the environment, and new cultures. Uh, <clears throat> sorry. <laughs> so far, the art uh, I, I'm seeing is in pure imagination, uh, really far beyond the first film. Uh, uh, it, it's going to be a true epic saga. <laughs> saga? Saga. <laughs> he, he, well, he's got some weird rotic R's there, yeah, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah. Sargar. Yeah. Scarsgard? Yeah. Oh, what? He's in it. Oh, my God. Yeah, so four Avatar films to come. Yeah. Guys, Avatar fans, we mentioned ah, it slightly Love before. the first film. Love the first one, but don't know if I want to sit that long. Did anybody it. like re- like experience the correlations between Avatar and Fern Gully? Yep, I was yeah. just thinking oh, that. Yeah, Absolutely. Totally. Yeah. And then, uh, the Native same story, no? Yeah. America and Americans. Yeah. And, like, and do we like need... Do we need five Fern Gullies? Well, I think there were several Fern Gullies. There were, weren't there? Yeah, there were. <laughs> He's just following these pigbacks. Straight, yeah, straight, straight, like straight to DVD, though, yeah. right? I mean, I is wonder, that going to be happening? That's like a huge inspiration for him. He's like, I really liked Fern Gully. Yeah, or yeah, he's like that. He's like, you know, I've got four uh, top screenwriters. I thought the business. And he's watching. <laughs> he's all... watching Fern Gully and he's writing it all down. Yeah. <laughs> or they're just the Fern Gully writers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, you, you just want us to rewrite this, Mr. Cameron? No, <laughs> I want a better. I want a better saga. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's interesting. I remember. I think. I think that was the plan all along. Was that it was going to be a trilogy or a quadrilogy? Yeah, because he bought the rights for Avatar. Yeah, like that title. So you can even have like what, Avatar: what, who, The Last Airbender. James Cameron off. I don't know. I didn't know that bit of story, Justin. Yeah, did he buy them? He bought the, the rights to the word Avatar. Like oh, the tra- like a trademark type of thing, right? All right, so so no one else could come along and go, "Hey, we made these great DVDs about this awesome movie," or, or just the title based on the same. Yeah, yeah, cool. Um, yeah, but like you said, it's been pushed back, so we'll wait and see. I mean, that was is that is that? I'm, I'm pretty sure that's out. still like the biggest film of all time, though, isn't it? Avatar. I don't know. It was just right as 3D came out, so that's why it's you got to think. 3D just came out. And the prices for 3D movies is like pretty hefty. Mm. And so everyone had to see it in 3D because they're like, whoa, fucking 3D, man. It was that. pretty amazing in yeah, 3D. Yeah, it was amazing in 3D. But that's, yeah, uh, I think. It had all Star the right Wars hooks, that film. You know, yeah. it was appealing yeah, yeah. to a lot of audiences. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was so pretty. Those, like, yeah, jellyfish. It's a love story, and there's big guns, and there's aliens, and there's just, fantasy. Just, yeah, and I mean, back to Gully, he knows what he's doing as yeah. far as. Box I, I thought he'd stopped making films and just owned a deep sea submarine. He yeah. was doing that. Yeah. And then the funny story that came out after um, 
after Avatar was that James Cameron is part of a group of sort of wealthy entrepreneurs and inventors. I forgot the name of the company. Uh, but essentially the company's mission is to explore space and explore asteroids for mining and for minerals and for resources. Which is funny because in Avatar, the whole story is about humans going outside of Earth and our solar system mm. to mine and uh, pillage, essentially, the resources of other planets. other planets and bodies in space. And he's part of a... Uh, a- Company, the, the group that actively <laughs> trying to make that happen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So interesting sort of cross of messages. So maybe he'll yeah. the next one will be like, "It's good to let us." <laughs> yeah, <do that."> exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's just advertising. Yeah. Well, that was it. That was Nate's blowdown. Thank you guys for getting through that news. I'm sorry if it was a bit heavy-handed on my part. Did you, did, didn't you want to tell Adrian something? Or yeah, something? I did want to tell Adrian something. So we were talking about Jurassic World earlier um mm-hmm. that earned 1.6 billion dollars mm-hmm. at the box office mm-hmm. i mean those numbers are just astronomical astronomical and you think to yourself world jurassic world or past? jurassic world yeah. 1.6 billion and you think to yourself i mean i was think? thinking about this when i was in the shower what were you thinking in the shower uh, i was thinking in the shower and i was like that's an astronomical astronomical amount of money that could be split amongst you know yeah, creative yeah. types that want to make new and exciting projects yeah. what, what are you, you trying what are you trying to say well i was in the shower and i was thinking that and i was like what are you who thinking? could i ask well, and i opened the window and i shouted out chris Pratt, can you give us some money give us some money give us some money. money that means it's this time for this week's movie and game releases i'm going to rush through this because uh, i don't know how long we've been going for um, and actually it's a pretty slow week of releases i feel like i'm saying this a lot lately because we have one big release and then a slow week. So I'm just going to uh, blitz through this. Uh, the first release uh, this Friday, April 21st, is The Huntsman Winter's War. As a war between rival queen sisters Rav- Ravenna and Freya escalates, Eric and fellow warrior Sarah, members of the Huntsman army, raised to protect Freya, try to conceal their forbidden love as they combat Ravenna's intentions. This is a um, sequel to Snow White and the Huntsman, I think. It stars Chris Hemsworth, Jessica Chastain, Charlie Theron, Emily Blunt. I think this is a prequel uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. to yeah. that first one. Yeah, before before Snow White. Um, I saw one quote somewhere. I forgot who it was from. I should have put it down. And it was like, um, what the movie Hemsworth? that the movie that no something like the movie that nobody's going to see. That's a sequel to a film that nobody liked or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. Good, are you guys going to rush off to see that one? Ooh. Uh, well, i got to support Australians in film, you know? <laughs> yeah, there you go. On you, Chris. Uh, next coming out is a film I heard nothing about, but has a very interesting cast. It's called Elvis and Nixon. It's the, uh, the untold true story behind the meeting between the king of rock and roll and President Nixon, resulting in this revealing yet humorous moment immortalized in the most requested photograph in the National Archives. Uh, directed by Liza Johnson and stars Michael Shannon as Elvis and Kevin Spacey as President Nixon. Whoa. Wow, wow those YouTube That's clips crazy. of uh, Kevin Spacey doing impressions has paid off. There you go. I think it could be... I mean, you can't put it past those two guys. They're, I don't know. Yeah. They are, solid. They're good at what they do, so it could be it could be an interesting one to go and see. Um, it's not overly interesting point in history for me. Like it's a fairly specific 
specific thing. I think there's a lot of people under the age of like 40 who won't yeah. necessarily know or give two dams. Probably, yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. I would agree. Um, probably also why it hasn't got a whole lot of press. Mm. You know, it's... Oh, it's a sleeper. It's it'll a, it'll it's sneak a, it's up on you. It's a hard one to probably pitch and yeah. sell. Watch out, um, Chris Pratt. It's, yeah, exactly. It's Watch that for 1.6 billion. That's... Uh, they're going to get close. Uh, next, and lastly, is The Meddler, which is a uh, story about an aging widow from New York City who follows her daughter to Los Angeles in hopes of starting a new life after her husband passes away. Uh, it's directed and written by Laureen Scafaria, who wrote Nick and Nori's Infinite Playlist, which is a fucking cool film. I really like it. You guys like that film? I haven't seen it. Michael Sarah, Kat Dennings, oh, Nick and Nori's yeah, Infinite Playlist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen it. Yeah, it was entertaining. Yeah, there you go. Uh, and it stars Susan Sarandon, Rose Byrne, and J.K. Simmons. Ooh, Ooh Rose Byrne, Australian. Rose Byrne, Aussie, represent. Yeah. Represent, Australians in film. Australians in film. Rose Byrne, how are you going? Good yeah, on you. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, good on you. Uh, <laughs> so that's it for this week's uh, movie releases. Wait, have we ever talked about Swiss Army Man? How did that not pop up in the podcast? Swiss Army Man. This is the film with Daniel, Daniel Radcliffe yeah, and Paul Dano. Paul Dano. Paul Dano. Written by Daniels. Is that Daniels. actually out yet, though? Because that no, no, no. That. Uh, but I feel like we should just talk about it at some point. Let's uh, bank that one because yeah. that the premise of that is very, very interesting. Yeah, and it got some pretty interesting reviews at Sundance as well. Yeah. Um, quickly, I just want to mention. I don't often mention TV releases, uh, but this week, um, an honourable mention, even though. Uh, to The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Season 2 has come out on Netflix. I really like this last year. Woo. I've watched season 2. I, I always felt that they shouldn't have made a second season of this. So this show, the premise is, it's a comedy show produced by Tina Fey. Mm. Uh, Kimmy Schmidt uh, was a girl that was kidnapped and part of this cult. Mole girl. Mm. Mole girl, lived underground 15 years. Comes up, fish out of water story. Mm-hmm. For one season, perfect, funny, great. Second season... Uh, a bit of a stretch. I haven't really seen the second season. But pushes it Pino where it just what? is absurd. Yeah, I mean, this, the the guy Titus Burgess that plays the character Titus Androidon, he should that character should be given his own show. Oh, right. Should have been the more focus. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's some good points, but it, it I think falls a little bit short. But yeah. the show that I do want to mention. Um, which has been getting really, really great reviews. Um, my friend and writing partner Ty uh, saw this in England because it was already released on the BBC. Uh, it's a mini series called The Night Manager. Um, it's based on a John Le Carre um, spy novel that he wrote in '93. Nice. Um, it's about a night manager of an Egyptian hotel who is recruited by intelligent agents to infiltrate a national arms dealers network. Uh, it'll be premiering here in the US on AMC on April Ooh. 19th, which Ooh. is Wednesday. Uh, this show is meant to be awesome. It stars Ooh. Tom Hiddleston and Hugh Laurie. Um, yeah, I, I can't wait. It's meant to be great. Ooh. Cool. Yeah, I've heard good things about that yeah, as well. So, so keep yeah. an eye out for that one. Uh, quickly going to race through some game releases uh, that are coming out April 18th when you will be listening to this podcast. Oh, no, sorry, April 19th when you will be listening to this podcast. Uh, we've got Games of War 4, multiplayer beta on Xbox One. Um, <laughs> uh, Justin, tell me if these are anything. The okay. Banner Saga 2. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's a, it's a PC game. It's kind of like, uh, have you ever played those tactic games? Like uh, Final Fantasy Tactics or... Oh, just, yeah. Yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's cool. It's like Viking Age type of thing. Uh, fantasy. It's cool. It's an awesome game. 
Brilliant. Uh, yeah. Also coming out is Blues and Bullets on PS4, The Collider 2 on PC, Ice Lakes. Lakes. Anything here for you? Oh recipe? my gosh! No, I don't know what that is. What is that uh, I don't know. Invisible Ink on PS4. Oh, yeah. Um, but that is Ink as in Incorporated. Oh. Not as in, not as in Ink, yeah. Uh, IS Defense um, yeah, on yeah, PC. Koi on PS4. Langrissa Re yeah. Incarnation mm-hmm. Tensei. Tensei. Oh, no, that's on 3DS. I never really played 3DS. I should never read that one. Uh, Loud on Planet X. It's a PC game, right? Mm. Melty Blood Actress Again Current Code. That is totally a fake game. On PC. (laughs) Uh, Pang Adventures on PS4. And Masquerade The Baubles of Doom on Xbox One, PS4, 360, (laughs) PS3, and PC. So there's some games for you to enjoy this week. I'm not sure if we'll be recapping any of those next week. Um, But guys, that is this week's releases Woo-hoo. Uh, moving on I'm going to quickly just go through uh, the weekend's box offices uh, box office um, takings takings yeah see what is in our top 20 and then we're going to have a guess for next week's so coming in at 20 London has fallen number 19 down from 17 everybody wants some uh, 18 midnight special which I still really really need to see another Michael Shannon film Michael Shannon um, at 17, Meet the Blacks. 16, Hello, My Name is Doris. 15, Deadpool. 14. Is that still on? Yep. I have to go see that it. That is still yeah, on. you should see it. Uh, 14, 10 Cloverfield Lane. Ooh. At 13, Fan. 12, The Divergent Series, Allegiant. Uh, 11, Hardcore Henry. 10, Eye in the Sky. 9, God's Not Dead 2. 8, Miracles from Heaven. 7, My Big Fat Greek Wedding. 2, Six, Criminal. Five, Zootopia. Four, Batman Super, uh, vs. Superman Dawn of Justice. And the top three is coming in at three, The Boss. Coming in at number two, which came out last week, Barbershop, The Next Cut. And coming in at number one with a weekend gross of 103.3 million, <laughs> All right. The Jungle Book. Jungle oh. Book. Uh, yeah, had huge, huge takings this weekend. Uh, and is expected it was, to it came keep hit the cinemas on Friday, didn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yep. yep. Last Friday. So uh, this week, guys, we've got the Huntsman Winter's War, uh, Elvis and Nixon, the Meddler. What's your top three? Jungle Book. Adrian's got Jungle Book. Um, what was the remotely interesting one that comes out next week? Uh, the Huntsman Winter's War yeah look as much as I wouldn't go see I'm assuming some people will it's got Chris Hemsworth and a bunch Mm -hmm. of other people that people tend to like so I'll go number two on it yep and uh, The Boss number three Barbershop which is two you're going to cut that out oh I see cut that out I see oh yeah well it's going to be a tie they'll be tied right in three okay both Jested. Well, well, what's the difference with the barbershop and the boss? What do you mean? With, uh, Premise? Uh, no, no, the difference on like the... Takings? Yeah. Uh, last weekend, the boss made 9 million. Barbershop, which was its first week, made 20 million. I'm going to say it's going to be Jungle Book. Uh, the the Hunts people and then the boss. 
But if anything, the boss might be above the huntsman. But I doubt it. I think it's, it might just stay the same as well. Interesting. I'm going to go with you two for the first two, Jungle Book and the Huntsman. I was going to say the humans. The Huntsman <laughs> and uh, Barbershop. Okay. going to be fourth. Okay. We shall see we then. We shall see who rules the box of it. Yes. Okay. That is awesome. We are now going to move on. I've just got one thing to uh, mention before we wrap up. Um, so we've talked about over the last few weeks that we are going to start doing some more special podcasts. We're going to do some uh, TV episodic spoiler podcasts. We're going to do spoiler casts after films. We're going to do special uh, games podcasts. There's going to be more and more content coming uh, towards you guys. And Adrian right now is going to um, share a little bit about the newest podcast that's coming out <gasps> as of next you? week. Will you share it? Uh, I will. I, I, we, it's, uh, yes. Are you ready to announce it now? Yeah, sure, sure. So there's a little known um, show out there that HBO has been releasing in the last few years. Uh, it's based on a series of novels called uh, The Song of Fire and Ice um, or A Song of Fire and Ice uh, by Grimm. Uh, George George R. R. Martin mm-hmm. and uh, HBO has called it the Game of Thrones or Game, Game of Thrones, of Thrones. Uh, and uh, we're going to be doing a podcast me and Nate and Justin, Justin. Uh, so we're going to be getting together and you know watch the program maybe film I don't know we'll see we're working out the format at the moment but yeah. look it's going to be we're going to be bringing you content information interesting facts about each ep um, I've, I've read all the books uh, and so is Nate um, so we're going to be the annoying people on the podcast and Justin will be the everyman who just has seen the programs I'm assuming yeah, I'm an everyman um, moustache there so, yeah, he has that, so he's not really yeah you do have that moustache so yeah, look it's going to be a lot of fun um, uh, so you know check it out to get all things got Game of Thrones there you what, go what are we calling this podcast Godpod I want to call it Godpod yeah sounds great yeah, Godpod. Godpod so keep out uh, keep an eye out for the Godpod there'll probably be more announcements uh, throughout the week but the first one obviously will go up Straight after the uh, premiere this Heck absolutely, yeah. absolutely, so, can't wait. Super excited. Yeah, it's so. one of my uh, Game of Thrones is definitely in my wheelhouse. So looking forward to it. I hope it's not super cliffhangery. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, guys, we've got uh, you've obviously got that to look forward to at the end of this week. Yes. What uh, got any other exciting plans as the week unfolds? Uh, hopefully, I'll get a job. Hopefully, job? I'll, hopefully I'll start working. Yeah. Um, dealing with the social security. Uh, number administration people it's all very confusing as they've uh, am I am I allowed to say what happened to you or maybe do you want to sort of quickly share sure sure yeah so uh, immigration when I when I flew in um, they put my first name and my middle name as my first name so when I introduce people, it's kind of to introduce myself to people. Now I, I'm I'm just going by Adrian Graham, like it's hyphenated. So uh, we we can do a role play if you want, Justin. Yeah. So it's like, oh hi, how are you going? My name's Adrian Graham. Uh, Adrian Graham. Oh hi, I'm John. Yeah, no, no, just Adrian Graham. Yeah, both. Adrian Graham. Graham's your last name, right? No, no, Sorry, no. I just overheard your conversation. Oh no, 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 no. <laughs> first name. Uh, no, it's Adrian Graham. Adrian Graham. Yeah. But that's like two first names. Do you have a middle name? Is no, it, no. Is not it, anymore. Is it, is it like that in Australia? I'm, yeah. I'm not, yeah, I'm Mary Lou, Adrian Graham. Do you, guys, do you guys have a lot of kangaroos around? Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so that's nice. kind of how it works. So now all my documents are screwed and so nothing got processed properly. And so 
Way to go, immigration. That's my pickle. That's America. Yeah, that's, that's my pickle. That's the America. Welcome for to you. America. Thank you. You'll figure it out. Thank you. Keep on screwing up things. Justin, you're yes. going to be uh, harvesting that mustache, obviously. Yep. Um, I may be, uh, you know, dark soul in a bit. I'll be doing that. I don't know if I'm ready to jump back in and just get, get my mustache handed to me. <laughs> you know what I mean. Um, probably ride my motorcycle more. Uh, yeah. So maybe you're just describing living now. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm literally going to just do what I t- I'm doing. I'm, I'm going to exist. I'm hoping, uh, you know, like you, you know, uh, more jobs, maybe book something. Yeah, yeah. It's been like two weeks since I've last worked. It's really boring now. Two weeks, Justin? That's nothing. That's a long time, man. Justin's yeah. the king of commercials. Yeah. I'm, I'm on a dress bail. No, I, I'm probably going to uh, Do you think it, film more stuff, just like revamp myself. Now that I got the sweet mustache. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, have you gone through like a work downturn since growing the mustache? Uh, actually, Do you think there's any correlation there? You know? <laughs> yeah. uh, I got that you know, secret, top secret thing that yeah. uh, the boy was in their news. If you're listening, where yeah. I said I'm going to be in it. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, look out for that. Uh, you know, going to be the next uh, Godzilla. That's me. I'm going to be Godzilla. I got the most, but like a nicer Godzilla. <laughs> what is going on? Where I save the city, not destroy it. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to be playing Magnum P.I., like <laughs> the younger version of him. Yeah. It's going to be crazy. Just Magnum P. Just Magnum P. Yeah. No eyes, just the P. <laughs> and there'll be a whole lot of D. What about detectiving? <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a detective. All right, right. Private yeah. dick. Yeah, yeah, private dick. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Alex? Are you, uh, are you this like, week, I am going to be at the uh, pie shop that I do a bit of part time work at. Oh, nice. Which I'm going to go visit you on yeah, Wednesday. On Wednesday, Bronze Dozzy. Give it a shout out. And now there's going to be a lot of people who's going to come and visit you now. Yeah, yeah. So come have a. Uh, Australian meat pie and see Justin's mustache yeah. in, the in the flesh. In the flesh. On the flesh, I'm really. Probably gonna the shave, flesh. I'm probably yeah. going to shave it after this podcast. He's not, but... Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I'm going to work there. Got a bit of uh, reading to do on a few friends' projects, uh, which I promised to read. Which Friendly I projects. Friendly projects. Yeah. Um, and that's it. Hopefully, like Justin, book some work. That's the plan. Book it. All right. That's secret cool. Secret. So thanks for listening, uh, everyone out there. Um, this has been Geeks. You can Geeks. reach us on... Uh, we are Tesla. We are Tesla, yep, on Twitter. You can also go to YouTube and type in We Are Tesla and you'll find our uh, podcasts and videos and projects that uh, Al and his team are all up to. Please subscribe. The more of you that subscribe, um, the better for us because we want to share our interests and what we love and what we're doing um yeah and feel free to tweet us any questions or any things you want us to talk about uh we're also always looking for contributors to write reviews it can be on music it can be on tv shows it can be on films it can be on games um so feel free to reach out to um to us and yeah we will definitely definitely get back to you you can reach me personally um on instagram or on twitter at alexander chard you can reach adrian at or oh, on, oh, oh uh, on Twitter at uh, Adrian underscore old. Um, there is no Graham in that. It's just no. Adrian. Yeah, that, that was before old. the name change. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you can find Justin. It's Radley. It's Radley. It's Radley. It. Just choose one and find me. So yeah, thank you. You will probably be getting, possibly getting a podcast from Al uh, in South Dakota sometime this week. And as I said before, keep an eye out for more special podcasts and spoiler casts to come. We are over and out. We are geeks! Geeks!
Sweet mustache, bro. Thanks, dude.